Hey everybody, welcome to the very first episode of the Tech That Doesn't Bite Cast. Woo! How's it going? Yeah. yeah, we're good, we're good. I think we're good. I, I hope we're good, yeah. Good. <laughs> I hope we're Let's good hope too. So. But, Let's hope so. But ladies and gentlemen, this is a extension of our YouTube channel where we have created a channel called Tech That Doesn't Bite where we review tech products, you know, tech tips, how-tos. So if you are new to this podcast, please feel free to check out our Tech That Doesn't Bite, B-Y-T-E, on YouTube. As well as our website as well, techthatdoesnbite.com. Exactly. And that's where you'll find all the videos that we made in the past. Yay! Yeah, but this first episode of the Tech That Doesn't Bite cast (laughs) is uh, something that we want to do for a while. We wanted to talk more about tech news where we haven't really done so in the past, but we decided to do it more of a podcast format. And someone opened the door. Yeah, so, someone is leaving my house. It's okay. <laughs> like, doo, doo. Ah, who did that? No, nah, don't worry about it. It's all right. Don't worry about that. No, we're just going to keep rolling. That was a funny little thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I am Simon C. And my co-host here is Jeff. Hey, Martin. how's it going? Yeah, we are the host of this Tech That Doesn't Bite cast. And we've been doing it for quite a while Mm -hmm. for our YouTube channel. And today we're going to talk about some brand new news. Well, in the tech world, a couple of days old is kind of pretty much obsolete. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Even even a day, a day old news is kind of obsolete. So during this week old technology. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I get it. Yeah. 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 But uh, we, we just wanted to cover some of these topics. You know, this week has coincidentally when we started, it's also CES week. Oh, right. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, but CES this year is uh, all virtual. Yeah. So. so if you got tickets, if you could go see it, definitely go see it. But, you know, what's uh, a bummer that that's not happening. I that, God, this whole pandemic thing just sucks in and of itself. I mean, apart from like yeah. the horror of the whole thing. But yeah, it's 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 pretty bad as to what it does to socializing and that sort of thing. It really, really does. Suck. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. you, you, you don't realize the things that you will miss. Yes. You, know, you definitely take it for a crowded, granted. A crowded convention is not something that you would probably miss. <laughs> yeah. It probably it isn't, yeah. but to be fair, it is something that I miss too, mm. conventions. So, but anyway, since CES, you know, kind of started, we'll, we'll maybe talk about some of the stuff that they've been revealing, you know, down the pipeline. But yeah. there's this really interesting article. It's on Mac Rumors, and I, I've seen it in other sites as well. It's, it's from... Uh, it's like this little report about PC sales in 2020. Oh, yeah. I think it's Canalysis. I might be pronouncing it wrong, pronouncing it wrong but Canalysis or Canalysis. What? <laughs> Something. <laughs> However it's Something. called, yeah. However it's called. Whatever it's called. But it says that in this report, I think, you know, Mac rumors, they look at the more of the Apple side of things. Mm-hmm. Like Apple ships 16% more PCs in 2020, but still lags behind Dell, HP, and Lenovo. Right. So if you look at the chart, 
Now, we see like the vendor name, you know, the shipments that they made in 2020. And the top vendor is Lenovo. Second one is HP. Dell is third. Fourth is Apple. Mm-hmm. And fifth is Acer. And then all the others are in the bottom. So others are probably like other brands like Asus, Gateway. <laughs> hey, hey, don't be knocking the Gateway, man. <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 when you told me that they were back, I was like, wow, they really are back. Yeah, I, I, it, you, I was as it's shocked as you were brand. about that. It was, yeah. it was pretty pretty wild stuff. I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, but but that's a telling point in regards to the fact that that Apple um, did get an increase in sales. But the thing to remember, and I think this this was actually pointed out in some of the comments I read in regards to the you know to the increase in the numbers. It's great that they got this big increase. Good for them. Yeah. And I think given now that everybody's remote learning, remote working, and whatnot, this this is hardly surprising. The biggest comment that came out about that was that the price point for Apple's is really high to start with. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I mean, yeah. as someone who used Apple products, mm-hmm. and I even I know, I'm sure they know too. They'll never achieve yeah. number one in the 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 computer space. It's just not. It's not going to be possible. Well, definitely not for affordability. That's for dang sure. Not not for affordability, mm-hmm. and you know, just they're. Yeah, there are businesses that are starting to use Macs, but they're not like the businesses, you know, financial businesses, doubt it. No. Never going to see that happening. No, and, no, um, no. No, no. I just, I just don't. I mean, like 99% of the places that I see, you know, that use computers, you know, cash registers, you know, POS systems. Right. No, they might not be running Windows, but, you know, banks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're all Windows. And, you know, they're probably using HP or Lenovo because, you know, they have a business you know department that handles all this all that stuff so but the fact that they're number three that's pretty impressive yeah that's pretty impressive for something that they're low their cheapest cheapest mac computer is the 699 mark that's their cheapest right and that's not even a laptop it's just a mac mini Right, and, and and that's what's wild about it. for for that kind of money, you can get a fairly cheap Windows laptop, be it you know Lenovo, HP, Dell, whatever, yep. and it is, um, and that and that's easily on on the cheaper side of machines, very affordable, I would argue, and you actually mm-hmm. get a pretty decent PC out of the whole thing too, a decently powered machine. Depends on what you need it for. If you're using it for gaming, no, definitely you're you'd have no. to spend a lot. You're, you're gonna have to spend that. like if a thousand just doing or something. Schoolwork, office work, and whatnot. Oh, more than that, easy, yeah. Um, but yeah, but seven hundred dollars. You know, if you just need if you just need a machine for class, you need a machine to just go to work. It'll work, but it, yeah. it's gonna have its limitations, especially in, in the remote you know business learning world. You need something that's gonna be a little stronger. But if you need a cheap PC, there you go, seven hundred bucks, and you can pony up for one. I mean, not even. I mean, even seven hundred bucks, it could even be lower than that. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, they totally can buy yeah. a gateway at uh, at uh, Walmart. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That, those are like. Be, <laughs> I think the highest price than, was like four hundred bucks. The most expensive yeah. one is four hundred bucks. Right. So right. there's even cheaper ones than that. So I mean, you know the old saying is, you know, you get what you pay for. That's but exactly it, what I was thinking. <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, if it's just like for your kid or something that they just want to watch YouTube or do remote learning or, you know, play some online yeah. web-based game, you know, 
they don't need like a high end PC or or, no. or even a Mac to do it. I mean, right. Mac, a Mac is nice, but I mean, for me, I, I wouldn't. You know, if this if this is my kid and I yeah. and I can't afford a Mac, I was like, I'm not gonna get him a Mac right now. You know, maybe down the road when I have if I have more money. You know, yeah. Right now, like here, this is a little PC for you. Right on, right on. Yeah, it, so. it it depends on what the needs are for it. You know, obviously you want to check the specs and all that stuff. You can certainly ask us; we'll be happy to tell you. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, it, it. But yeah, for the four hundred dollars, like for that, you know, the you know, whatever they're, they're selling over the, the over at Walmart for those gateways or seven hundred some odd dollars uh, for the really cheapy Apple stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know, you can get yourself a pretty decent PC that'll do probably what you need it to do. Yeah, you need but, to spend. You know, but, if you, but if you got greater needs, you need to spend more money on it. Unfortunately, that's kind of the way it is. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, if you're thinking about doing advanced video editing, yeah, like Final Cut Pro or Adobe Premiere, right? Yeah, then you're gonna have to spend. You're gonna have to fork out a little bit more money. And if you're go, if you're gonna go down the Final Cut Pro, Final Cut Pro route, then you definitely need your. Well, you have to do it. You have to have to use a Mac. You can't use anything else. Yeah, so. I, and I would imagine probably now in the, this age of the pandemic with the video conferencing call, the video learning, all that stuff, you probably would need a stronger PC just to accommodate the video itself unless you pony up a lot more money for the video cards to replace it and so forth. So that's really kind of a big thing now, uh, which act, which mm-hmm. arguably – and then you also talk about the audio, which kind of gets into uh, another, another thing we could talk about. Would be oh, yeah, would be pretty soon. well pretty soon. It, it's it, I was kind of intrigued by this particular article about how uh, yeah. these new Lenovo machines that are coming out actually have are now going to get built in Dolby technology. Now, if you don't know anything about Dolby or have never heard the name before, which would be surprising, because they've been around forever. They've been around like since mm-hmm. I was in like high school and younger. So to kind of give you an idea is like how long yeah. this company's been around for, at least from my perspective. Um, but uh, yeah, so now you got these new uh, Lenovo machines that uh, um, have like built-in hardware to be able to take advantage of the new Dolby technology that's being added to it, which is which sounds cool. But uh, my my takeaway from from this item here in, in regards to it, uh, as I as I read about this, is like uh, basically the the Dolby is to remove background noise levels, uh, also create like a full room effect. Or if you have like a lot of people in a given room, it reduces the echo, it reduces any kind of uh, uh, um, feedback and so forth. And of course, background noise reduction, which is kind of a big one too. Uh, so it's kind of interesting yeah. to see how how that's going to work out. But I, my my takeaway personally about this was, on the surface, it to me it seems like Dolby is actually trying to catch up to what's already out there. But and, and the reason I say that again, this is just my perspective about this, is that um, uh, there's a lot of software out there that already has noise reduction, echo reduction, some voice separation, and all that good stuff. Like Discord and Google Meet have those features already in place. Um, I've already personally experienced Discord and the background noise reduction, which is interesting. He recently purchased a mechanical keyboard, which I guess when you type on it, it's really loud. It clicks a lot. And um, he turned on, I guess, in Discord the filter for that, and you can't hear him type. It's wild enough that when he belched, I couldn't hear it. I couldn't hear him at all. It was weird. And I, I was like, wait, did you hear that one, Dad? I'm like, no, hear what? It was like, I just belched. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? I, I, it was surprising but, to me. But you had to see, like, you know, this is coming for people that don't, you know, you're, you're, you know, your dad, your mom, you know, they're probably not going to use Discord. You know, No, so, no, that's you know, true. They, they certainly so don't it's need. It's more like, 
you know, Zoom or Skype or something like that. Right. You know, to kind of like, you know, filter out the background noise. No, it's, this article says that it's like, it's supposed to help with full room pickup and dynamic, dynamic leveling. Mm-hmm. You know, voice also includes noise reduction to eliminate echo and background noise. Right. I mean, right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just, well, the- will it really help? That's the thing. I mean, will it, is this, if it sounds good on paper, but how's it, how does it work in real life situations? Because, you know, first of all, I mean, this is a great test. If we could ever get one of these laptops, I want to test like, okay, how about people mowing the lawn outside? Will that work? Yeah, no. That, will it lim- eliminate those sounds? That would be a great test. Like, yeah, no, that'd be, that'd be a great test. That'd be a great I mean, test. I mean, as a voice actor, I would love something that would filter out a lot of the noise for me instead of having me like go through a kind of a post-production to process it. My process isn't that big of a deal in and of itself, but it does yeah. need to be reasonably quiet outside as well as I have to turn the fan off on my computer just so that I can actually get this right. And 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 does it sound will it sound natural? Right. It does not does it have the, the the depth that you kind of that voices yeah. would have to go with it too. Right. There, there's a lot that kind of goes with it. It's it's like, yeah. oh come on, man. This is a this is I am intrigued to see where that is gonna go. I, I'd be kind of curious to see where that's gonna go. Yeah, but you know, I mean Adobe wants to boost the auto quality of your laptop's videos call. I mean that that could that could be it's in itself a, a, rep, a recipe for disaster. What if sometimes you don't want people to hear the things that are going on somewhere in the background? <laughs> you know? Well, no, I, then, then unfortunately you got to find a quiet place. But I mean, it's, yeah. it, I, I wonder how practical it is. I mean, it, it's very niche market. Like I said, voice actors I could see, like myself, would definitely see the value in that. I think that'd be really cool to have that automatically done so I don't have to do a lot of post-productive. I just listen to it. It sounds great. You know, I don't have to do anything with it other than, you know, edit out my bad yeah. takes. But only if it doesn't sound, you know, like, only if it sounds natural. Right. Only if it doesn't sound processed. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right about that. That That's another flip side. Because that, it, that's what I'm afraid of. You know, there's, there's a, it's always a downside of these kinds. Of, oh yeah. These are, it's like, we're going to help improve your sound quality. And then, you play it back, it's like, man, this sounds so artificial. Right. No, no. no like, it doesn't doesn't sound natural, sounds artificial. Right. No, that that's a big thing. But I've noticed on that's a big thing. But I've noticed on SoundCloud that it actually now offers a uh for for an extra fee if you want to have it mix your sound so that it sounds better. And I've actually done a couple of tests on it. No money was put down. They give samples of it. And it really does a pretty good job. So if it's utilizing that sort of technology or programming to mix your audio before it gets broadcast like in a boardroom meeting or uh, if you're just on a zoom call with somebody you know then it's actually not so bad or you know if you're recording but if you're recording chances are you're you're already using your own equipment so why would you need it so I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it really kind of depends but there is remote recording for voice actors who use like source connect and whatnot to send the noise out to send their, their voices out um maybe something like that actually could help make it sound better but the theory is if you do something like that, if you're not processing it yourself, there's a sound engineer on the other side who's going to take the raw copy and yeah. take care of it himself. But too. I feel like this 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 Adobe thing, it's more geared towards consumers. It, no, I, I completely it's, agree. And yeah. I, I, I don't see really much of the valor for that simply because in your average business meeting, who needs that level of audio quality? I mean, yeah, you need to be heard. I get that. Yeah, you want to cut out background noise. I could appreciate that. But... You learn after once or twice to find a, a quieter area to yeah. have the call to make the to make that call. I mean, the one thing I, I will give it it looks like it actually has I guess a voice channels or voice separation where each voice has a channel, which isn't so bad, which allows then 
to for people to be able to talk you know to or over each other in a manner of speaking so that nothing gets lost because when you start because like on a zoom call you start talking if somebody else tries to interrupt it doesn't allow you to do it so the guy just keeps talking and he doesn't hear what this other person might be might be saying or if he's asking a question or something along those lines there's no break in in, in the dialogue so yeah it, it's 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 kind of a mixed bag I'm, I'm curious to see where it's gonna go i'm kind of curious to see where it's gonna go same here well maybe one day so, yeah we will absolutely. be able to test it maybe <laughs> maybe yeah. right that'd be kind of cool now we just need to get more coffee get more coffee money for that we're totally good to go <laughs> yeah i know in absolutely. the end no, we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll see all right, right let's right. talk about our next topic and we are going to talk about well, something they kind of review at ces intel you know the uh, man uh, intel's in the in the kind of hurt right now well yeah, yeah intel geez <laughs> but you know they 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 review their 12th gen chips mm-hmm. you know it kind of a look it looks like it wants to challenge the arm chip that apple made the app the apple m1 right uh you know supposed to challenge them but you know, Intel, they like to announce things, but it takes them a long time for them to actually release them. Right, That's the right. That, yeah. So, yeah. So I feel like Apple's next M, M chip, probably M2 chip, will come out way before whatever yeah. Intel comes out to. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's, I'm not trying to say that, you know, it's. No, no, go ahead and disparage on them, please. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, I There's feel bad for Intel. giving an opinion. It's okay. No, I, I feel bad for Intel because they lost, like, you know, one of the big players. Yeah, you know, they they were Apple. making the they were making the Apple chips. You know, before before yeah. the, uh, Apple decided to start making, making their own. No, they weren't making they weren't making Apple chips. They were they were used they're providing. The well, they were they were providing Apple their, their 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 Intel chips, and then yeah. Apple said, "No, no, we're going to make our own," and that's what, what caused the M series to appear. Yeah, for te- for nearly, I think it started about two thousand six. The Intel transition. Yeah, for over ten years. Yeah, yeah. It was it was and a long then, while. It was a long while. Yeah, it was a long while. And then, just last year, or even. Yep. Yeah, last year. Last year. It's like yeah, we're we're making our own chips. We're done. No, bye bye. And those benchmarks, if you have seen them, blows. Intel's, from what I've seen. Oh, is that right? Okay, but yeah, well. See, I, I didn't see any benchmarks for it, and that that's why I, I was kind of concerned. I'm like, well, okay, it's great that Intel is is announcing these 12th generation chips. That's that's awesome. Yeah. But I don't know. I, it, I haven't it, seen from what I read. I didn't see any specs or any benchmarks. To, well, I had I hadn't seen any benchmarks for it versus like the 11th generation chips. So I don't know how good these chips are supposed to be. They've yeah. announced them, which would suggest at least to me that, okay, we've got some made, let's go test it. So it's kind of hard for me to get excited about these, these new Intel chips. If I have nothing to compare it to. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm comparing in terms of, of like the most recent Intel max. The, oh, the, okay. The ones okay. that they, they've, they're still continuing to sell too on Apple store. And those are like the, their top tier model that's more expensive. Right. Right, right. But the low tier model, like with their M1 chips, blew them out of the performance. Oh. Even okay. their Mac Mini was like better. Huh. Know, the Mac Mini starts at six ninety nine. And with only from what I've been reading is that these the M1 chips has like even with eight gigs of RAM, 
takes a long you, you have to really push it to slow it down like really really whereas the huh. Intel Max like a couple of programs like open up Final Cut Pro Photoshop and like even those the high end even a couple of Google Chrome tabs could like make right, the, the right. fan spin so loud but here with these <laughs> M1s they, they have a lot of them are like we can only really do it when we push it like right, really right. really push it to to its limit and I mean that's impressive. Yeah. No, this and this is just like their first gen chips. Imagine what they could think of next year, this year. Oh yeah. Uh, later down in the road, it's like, <laughs> I mean, I I I don't you know. I feel bad for Intel because yeah. you know it's just like, you know, they're they're kind of behind. Yeah, and that that's that's yeah. the big one. That I mean, obviously yeah, the time- AMD A- AMD's already like kind of catching up to them already. Right. I mean, I, and that's the so. big thing. I mean, now that Intel's lost Apple as a client, if you will, now they got to play basically compete against these M1 chips. And I'm hoping that you know, for for the sake of Intel, for that case, that these 12th gen chips can compete. But obviously, we don't know just yet. So we'll have to find out, uh, no doubt, further down the road. Two years, three years, four years, you know, whatever Intel feels like, you know, putting them out so we can we can actually uh, see how they do and all that. Yeah. So it should be. But I feel like Intel just not just looking at Apple's M1, but they got to look at AMD. Oh, sure. Well, and everybody. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So. So, I I mean, I feel bad for Intel. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, they're. Yeah. They they we'll they they've been through a lot of ups and downs that they, they still managed to stick it out and, and keep on yeah. going. And. I mean, granted, they're no longer part of the Apple group. Uh, they will still continue, to, I think, to be a major chip provider for PCs as a whole. So I'm not too concerned about them. I think as long as they're able to at least stay ahead of AMD, they'll still be one of the primary chip providers that are out there. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not like if worried. Not, then well, yeah. then we all go to AMD and hey, there we go. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I, I'm not, I'm not worried, worried about them, but a little healthy competition never hurt. Makes them stronger. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think it's smart for them to not focus on their desktop and laptop processors. Because, you know, for a while, they, they also had like a, the, they were also in the, the phone modem business. Mm. You know, they try to make, they try to compete with Qualcomm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they try, you know, Apple was like one of their main sources oh, sure, sure. of business. Oh, yeah. Of income, man. When Apple's like, hey, uh, we reached a settlement with Qualcomm. We're going to use their 5G chips. Intel's like, okay, we're just going to stop development. And then just completely stop making new, you know, phone chips. And they actually sold that division to Apple now. So Yeah. So Apple, eventually, after their their set, their agreement with Qualcomm is over, they're going to make their own phone chips. Right on. Right so, on. Right on. So... Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we'll so see how Intel, it goes. Good luck. <laughs> good yeah, luck. Yeah, def- yeah, definitely a good luck. We'll see. Well, uh, we'll be watching you guys for sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And speaking man, of processing s- power and all that stuff I, needed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, I'm looking at this article, just thinking about, and this is an article from PC Mag saying that Western Digital pushes external SSD capacity to four terabytes. I can I can sometimes not even conceive that amount of space, but I. I Do dang. you remember when the first time we saw an SSD in the market, a sixty-four gig SSD? That thing was like over a thousand dollars. 
Okay, look, dude. I, I remember. Do you remember? I, I, I remember oh when, when ten megabytes of space was a thousand dollars. Okay, this is like with, at the birth of PCs. Okay, that sadly that's how old I am. So yeah, yeah, I guess. So the fact that you can get you know on a something the size of my pinky nail, uh, sixty four gigabytes that way. Yeah, you know, I, I it's it's impressive to me. So it's a it's a different perspective, but. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you get you got all these you know these new chips coming out. Now you need you got these larger and larger programs. These games that are very detailed require a lot of video processing. Uh, you know, and so obviously having an, an increased size of external drives going up to four terabytes like that uh, are, are going to become necessary at this point. There's no doubt about that. Be it an internal for for desktops and external for 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 laptops. Oh you know, yeah, absolutely. It, it's going to become like a required thing. I, and I'm not going to lie, as I, as I read through the article, I was especially impressed with the P50 external game, game drive. That that's a yeah. nice that's a nice piece of architecture. I mean, it's got you know read write speeds of up to two thousand two thousand megabits a second, which which is amazing in and of itself. The big drawback now, and I only say now because obviously this will change as you go down the road, is that your PC, in order to uh, to be allowed those speeds needs to be able to handle a USB 3.2 generation mm-hmm. two by two. So basically you're looking at required newest technology out there, bleeding edge technology that's out there for a USB in order to optimize or even utilize that kind of speed for a game, for a gaming drive, just to call it that. Um, now, now is, is USB 3.2 USB type C? Uh yes it is and I believe it uh, is it's, right it's it's a different yeah it's, it, <laughs> they're naming it is, yeah that, that's actually like, what well, yeah it, it is a little bizarre yeah the, the P50 does have the the USB C on it there and uh most and, of them and, most I'm not of gonna say, it doesn't nowadays most most of them do now the yeah. Uh, but yeah and I'm not saying it, it requires USB 3.2 but it does make me wonder if a 2.0 like I've got would actually work with that drive. And if it does, that'd be great. But I sure as hell wouldn't it, be able to get the speeds, though. That's for damn. I'm sure. sorry. Did you say USB 2.0? Yeah, that's what I have on my machine. Yes, my 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 Windows Seven machine. Yeah. You don't even have USB 3.0? Gosh, no, Simon. I don't. Smart guy. No, I I actually don't. Well, laugh I mean, all you want. Gonna, it's okay. I, no, I mean you're not going to take advantage of the speed with with USB 2.0. But, well, I, well, I don't even drives. know. If it, I don't even know if it would work. That's the wild. It part. would work. You just you just need a adapter to go back to your USB 2.0. Right. Well, no, that, and that's just it. Is that the the chances are most computers now in the market don't even natively support the the, the USB 3.2. So you'd have to either upgrade your motherboard or you would need to get like an expansion card that could take advantage of those things too. So I'd like, you know, so if you're willing to pony up that kind of cash. No, I think most, well, most PC nowadays, they do have a USB-C port. Well, no, no, well, no, it's not the USB-C. Yeah. It's not, it's not the C port. It's having USB 3.0 at the very least. Oh, a lot of them already had three. Right. Well, mine doesn't. That's 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 my point about yeah. that. So, for, what's your problem? Well, that is my problem. No, you're absolutely right. That's my problem. That is your that's problem. That's a whole Jeff. lot of my my problem. But the thing yeah. is that if you if you don't if you're not able to if your machine does not natively support, uh, what, you know that to have to be able to take advantage of those kind of speed, you yeah. do you will need to upgrade your motherboard and or get an expansion card. Uh, to be able to take advantage of those speeds, and that's provided, of course, that you're willing to, you know, that you could actually afford another seven hundred fifty dollars just to buy yeah, the these, external drive along with along with the hardware upgrades you'd need. You know, yeah, so these like, drives are, uh, you know, as of right now, these drives are not cheap. You know, they are not cheap. They're, I think, what, four terabyte. 
you know, the estimated price for a. It depends. It depends on what you're getting. Depends. Excuse me. Yeah, it depends it's like on what you're 679 getting. Six seventy nine. It starts. Yeah, six seventy nine. Depending on what you're getting, yeah, yeah. The P fifty itself, you know, was going for about three for seven hundred fifty bucks. So that was a big yeah. chunk of change right there. But but if you're going to get that, you would have to also pony up upgraded motherboard and or uh, at least an expansion card that it would allow you to be able to utilize the speeds for that. Yeah. So, if you don't have if you don't have that on your computer, right? Unless you're using my computer, yeah. then you might as well just not bother. But, but that's okay. You, you <laughs> gotta look at it this way, you know, you know, with four terabyte SSDs coming out in that price, meaning anything below that, they're going to go cheaper. I want to be sure. Terabyte. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I've, I think, I forget how much I saw a one terabyte Samsung SSD external. I think it's like close to 200, I think. Wow. Or even less. Even like Black Friday sale, I saw it once like 180 or something like that. Right, right. Well, no, the, so. and, but the thing is, you know what? I bet you give it a year, the price will probably drop a good bit. Uh, probably not four terabytes. Four terabytes. I give it a year; it'll probably drop. Not significantly, but if seven hundred fifty, like for the like for the P fifty, is is a bit much for you. Give it about a year, and the prices on it will drop. Because at some point, remember the the, the market will will pay what it can bear. That is usually how supply and demand goes. If there isn't a high demand for for a given product and whatnot, the price is going to eventually slide downward. It's how it goes. Mm-hmm. So if there is so as cool as it looks and as awesome as the idea is of having a four terabyte gaming drive, is can you afford seven hundred fifty dollars? Maybe. Uh, you know, but again, it depends on, on what your gaming thing is. I have like uh, I bought an additional uh, one terabyte hard drive I put inside my computer, and that mm-hmm. uh, has worked out amazingly well. And it wasn't for like a horrific amount of money; it's like two fifty or three hundred dollars. What is even that much money, if I remember right? One terabyte drive. One terabyte drive. It was a two and a half inch number I had to put inside. I put inside my desktop. Yeah. So I'm gonna say it was about. When did two- you bought this? I uh, bought it. Early last year, late la- late 2019, 250 bucks. I think so. It might have been. It might have been a little cheap. I got. It's a Western Digital number too, so it's it's. Uh, Should probably even be less. Depends on where that. you get it from. Depends on where you get it yeah. from. I think I got it through Best Buy, but it's a Western Digital model, and it worked out exactly the way I needed it to do. And it, I haven't used up the majority of the space on it yet with the games I've got on there. So, you know, it's it's. Uh, it depends on what your needs are. I mean, if, if all you do is game, if you're like a professional gamer, yeah, you know, maybe a four terabyte actually might suit you, but then yeah. you might have or the, a video or a video editor or video or editing. You, right? need, you need, you need a freaking raid. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you need a freaking raid. Get a, get a raid. Have a good time with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shh, raid raise. Holy crap. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, but yeah, no, it, it really depends on what your needs are. For the most part, most people probably don't need that level of space, but, if you're into like buying new tech and testing it out and having a good time with it, yeah, you know what? Pony up seven hundred fifty dollars for a P fifty. Have a good time with it. I mean, for me, that a five hundred gig SSD was external SSD is good enough. Oh yeah, yeah. No, see, it's like again, a- depends on what your needs are. It's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it is. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, I definitely might look into this. Not not the ex- not the the new four terabyte ones. <laughs> maybe maybe like the one terabytes. You know, we don't have enough coffee money for that, but well, God knows we'll try. I mean. I- it's ne- it's never a bad idea to buy more storage. Oh well, no, because for the long term you, you're going to need it. Yeah, it, it, you're going to need it, and yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so. that's why you always buy like you know as as much power in a computer as you can, not the most expensive one necessarily, but whatever you whatever you get the most bang for your buck for, because that's the machine that's got to last you at least four, five, six, seven, eight years. You hope. That's the trick to it. So yeah, you're, it might be a little bit too much money, but in the long run, 
you're investing it. It's like buying a car. You're going to invest in it. It is an investment for the long term of what you what you what you do with the machine and or a car or whatever. It's the same idea. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want a four terabyte external SSD, it'll cost you around six hundred seventy nine starting retail. So I will say wait about a year. Yeah. And wait for Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, wait for, wait yeah. for Black Friday. Wait for a holiday sale. For <laughs> love of- hey, man. God, yeah. It is what it is. That's how it is. Just mostly those those. No, no. I, I, those I, deals, I, yeah. I am. I, I am it. with you 120%, man. Wait till Black Friday. Wait till Cyber Monday. <laughs> what, whatever works, man. If you can get it on sale, absolutely get it on sale. Yeah. If you want it for yourself. Yeah, that's that's the way to go. Yeah, probably wait a year or two. At least. at least, yeah. I'd say at least a year, if not longer. Yeah, definitely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end our very first podcast episode. We want to thank everyone tuning in. And if you like this episode, you know, leave us a review. You know, Don't forget to subscribe in your favorite audio podcast uh, platform. You know, We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Anchor. And so many more. <laughs> there you are know, so many we maybe belong anchor. to. <laughs> maybe I'm not anchor. sure yet. Who I knows? Don't know. there's, there's we're we're going to spread ourselves out as much as we can, like a you know, like bread and peanut butter. We're just going to spread ourselves out, and we're good to be good to go. Yeah, please leave <laughs> us a review, mm-hmm. and also make sure to check out our videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can find all our videos at techthatdoesnbite.com, mm-hmm. or you can just go on YouTube and type "tech that doesn't bite." Yay! Yay. (laughs) Until next time, everybody, please take care, stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Take care, everybody.